Hey guys, it's Brooke Eagle, and we are back with another episode of the Forsyth Magazine's podcast. And today I have Nikki Holt with Burke Street Chiropractic, who is also a great friend. Hey, Nikki. Hey. What's up? Nothing much. Just happy to be here. Yeah. Glad to have you here to talk about all things chiropractic. And we just learned that Tim goes to Burke Street. Yeah. It's a great place. That's right. So it's a good spot. <laughs> yep. So, Nikki. Nothing, I will say, nothing beats a good uh, traction machine. <laughs> <laughs> I have people that just want to live on it, yeah, honestly. I'm like, I only get five minutes. <laughs> Can I pay for five more minutes or like 30? <laughs> I need more. I love it. So, Nikki, I want to know a little bit about um, just your background and how you got to where you're at today. Sure. Um, so I went to Life University for chiropractic school. It's in Georgia. That's where my family is. And then um, I've been practicing a couple years in Maine. And my family did not love that. And I just wanted to move closer, but not too close. And <laughs> <laughs> to be truthful. Um, and I loved North Carolina. And um, me and Dr. Melissa actually exchanged emails for a while and it just, she just convinced me and now I'm here. Yeah. And How long great. have you been in Winston now? Um, it's been a full year. Yay. Yeah. So I, yeah, I met you like right when you came yes. to Winston. Yes. That's crazy. I know. Cause you've been at the gym for a year too. Yes. I, the gym is like, I thrive off of that. I yeah. need it. <laughs> so Nikki also goes to the gym, Washington Park CrossFit. I do. She's so strong. Thank we you. Love, we love Nikki. <laughs> so um, tell us a little bit. I know you kind of do lots of things, but I know you love working with pregnant women specifically and kind of helping them navigate that postpartum portion as well. So sure. I want to talk about that for a little bit. Um, I see a lot of women who come in with a complaint, you know, like pregnancy is not easy. I've never been pregnant, but I can definitely tell you that, yes, they go through a lot of stuff. Um, I see a lot of women with just hip pain, leg pain, sciatica, low back pain, neck pain, just all of the stuff that comes with pregnancy and just everyday life stuff. And I really enjoy that I'm able to like take away some of their pain and just help them through pregnancy because like I said, it, it that's a journey. It's a marathon. And um, especially for after, they don't get a lot of advice for postpartum. Mm. They get a lot of stuff for pregnancy, like how to get through that. But then also afterwards, they're then they just have like, the baby and they're like, okay, good luck. Yeah, literally. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> so it's really cool to like watch their everything just shape into a hole and then have the baby and they're just like, so what do I do now? Yeah. And I'm like, I, I still need help. Yeah, exactly. And it's great to, I loved having women come to me early on in pregnancy so we can just get some things established prior and that way they don't have to have those pains. Like, yes, there are some uncomfortable and like discomfort during pregnancy that is going to happen, but it doesn't have to be painful the whole time. Yeah. So how do you know, as I've also never been pregnant, but how do you know, like, okay, this is normal pain or this is pain that I probably should go see somebody like Nikki to help me with? Um, honestly, that's where, that's why you go. You want to see what's normal and what's not normal because everybody's body is so different yeah. that we want to make sure that we have a good baseline of why you're here and what you need. Well, so ideally, I guess going before you even get pregnant, so you do have a very good baseline. Oh, yeah. And Every, then you can kind of, they can follow with you through the whole process. Everybody's got a spine, so yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm assuming you work with men, women, all ages. Um, you don't have to be pregnant, obviously, to come see you. Correct. We work with everybody. Even You work with kids, too, right? Yes. Love babies, love kiddos. 
They, so, they work with big, fat, white guys, too. <laughs> old, old, old Literally guys. everybody. Yeah. I have a chance of some pretty big men. <laughs> There's some pretty big ones out there. But have, everybody needs it, honestly. Yeah, so, like... What are the youngest children that you've worked with? And oh. what would be a reason? Or like, I guess there's no reason. You could just start bringing your child. I mean, everybody goes through the trauma of birth, whether you were brought into this world C-section or vaginal. And I think it's very important to get checked at least because I see a lot of babies. Uh, my first baby that I ever saw was like a week old. And she was just very fussy, constipated, not latching all the things, problems and getting adjustments allowed her to properly do all those things and allow her body to just manage the stress of life. Wow. It's really awesome. That's so interesting. Like it makes total sense, but I just haven't really thought about it. I mean, it's not something that you think about on the regular. So it's cool that we get to get into this kind of specialty. Yeah. And I do want to be clear that I do not crack any baby's spines <laughs> because that's not that's not a thing. That's, a, that's probably a very. Yeah. Let's talk about some common misconceptions about chiropractors. That what are will, some of the wildest <laughs> questions that you get like frequently? Oh, I'll have some people come and get their first adjustment from like, don't break my neck. I'm like, noted. <laughs> I will not I do mean, that. I mean, I was planning on it, but. <laughs> well, you just took the fun out of it for me. <laughs> That's hilarious that people like would even go if they yeah. had that thought. And some people just like l- lay it in me, like put an elbow in there and really twist me and crack me. And I'm like, uh-uh. That's, that's, not, not, really, that's not what we're doing. It's <laughs> not how this works. <laughs> What's a success story that comes to mind? I'm sure you've had plenty, but the first one that comes to mind of somebody that was in pain or had an issue that came to see you. Um, here in Winston, I saw somebody, he is pretty known for his construction around here. And he was having a lot of low back pain. Like that's his manual labor job. And he came and saw me like a couple times a week and we were really working on things. And it wasn't just the adjustment. Like I always tell people I'm a part of their puzzle. I'm not the main part. Um, And I really enjoy that he was being consistent. He was very, you know, on top of things. And I gave him homework to do because not everything is gonna happen in that room um, that is going to be a long-term solution. So. It, it just, he came to me for a couple of weeks and everything worked out. And now he's like super busy with work and holding on to those consistent habits that I tried to teach him and tried to like make sure he is aware of. Yeah. So yeah, that makes nice. total sense. I mean, with anything, if you like, you're not a miracle worker, like you can do your thing, but people have to also do what you tell them outside of that hour of the right. day. Exactly. Um, to make it actually work. It's almost like we compare it to like everyone, like once you're out of pain, what's next? Um, we treat it like a maintenance. Yeah. Maintenance. Like it's like a oil change for your body. Like yeah. you shouldn't, um, you shouldn't get to the point of, oh, I can keep doing this. I can keep doing this. And then pain, like there should never be to that point. Yeah. We try to make sure people understand that adjustments are to help adapt to stress because you're always going to have stress in your life, whether it be any kind of physical stress, any emotional, all of those things that can impact the body and adjustments are like that. We're just trying to make sure that we're staying on top of things before it gets bad. Yeah. How often should just an average person get adjusted? Um, honestly, like if you wanted to keep like a maintenance thing for somebody who's just never been to a chiropractor, like we usually start off at like once a week for just a couple weeks mm-hmm. to see how you hold adjustments because everybody's body is so different. And then we eventually want to get them out to like 
once every month, once every four to six weeks, because people know like, oh, my mid back is starting to hurt again, or my mid back's getting tired. Like I gotta go see my chiropractor. And then yeah. it, we're on top of it. And yeah. I think the education part is like the biggest part for us. So obviously things like posture and like looking at our phones and things like that are gonna affect uh, having potential back pain. What are some things that you see all the time that you're like, stop doing that? Oh. Everybody is hunched over <laughs> their phones, their computers, driving, like they just don't even realize it. You even see this in kids, the way that they're holding their iPads, like oh. it cringes, it hurts me. When I see those kids like, oh my gosh, <laughs> your neck shouldn't be doing that. It's too soon. <laughs> it's way too soon. <laughs> you got a long road ahead. Yeah, text neck is real and it's uh, it's it's a problem. <laughs> So what's an, what's an alternative? Because we, I mean, unfortunately, we all have to look at our phones sometimes, sure. some more than others. I always tell people to just bring it up like 10 degrees. Yeah. You don't have to have it like all the way in your lap, but just bring it up a little. Not It's not going to be ideal that you're going to hold your phone out in front of your face because no one's going to do yeah. that. <laughs> but even if you just move it up like a little bit, it's going to make a big difference like um, in general. Yeah. Okay. So instead of here, we're kind of A little here. less. A little less. What if you're like, you know, that's, uh, that's not good either. No. <laughs> it's too, too, far. too far. Yeah. <laughs> okay. T 10 degrees is not really much. So no. we're just talking about a slight, a yeah. slight shift. It doesn't have to be a mat. It that's doesn't have doable. to be a lot. Yeah. It's all about habit. I feel like you get in that habit of mm -hmm. like looking down, hunching over, especially when you drive. That's the big thing. I always ask like the top three questions, like how's your posture? What do you do for work? Obviously, um, how's your hydration levels and how are you sleeping? What are those mm. big things that are common in your body that you have to like be aware of? Yeah. Do you mean like how they're sleeping positionally or like, are you sleeping well or not? Sleeping well. well. Yeah. You know, like positioning, like I've got a lot of people that are stomach sleepers and you can't change that. Like yeah. I'm not expecting you to just, oh, I have to wake up and change my <laughs> position. Like that's Set not real. Alarm every few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Turn it's, over. It's more just like making sure they're getting quality sleep and um, they're recovering from whatever kind of workday they had. Like it's not, I always keep it like an athlete mindset because we're all like, this is so cheesy, but like we're all training for life and we're all trying to just, you know, be like, be healthy, be healthy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So what are some of the, um, careers that you kind of frequently see <laughs> more than others? Any desk computer job, they're just like, I have headaches, I have neck pain, I have mid back, I have I even have lower back pain and blah blah blah. And I'm like, yeah, you're at a computer for like eight plus hours a day. I'm yeah. not surprised. And then I go home and I'm on a computer at home. <laughs> on my smaller computer. <laughs> no, I mean even <laughs> your regular computer. Yeah, I have yeah. a laptop, I pull it over, I start doing that. I'm now luckily my TV's mounted, so I'm looking this direction, but <laughs> right. but but I'm still down still mm -hmm. looking here. at a screen. What with my phone. Slumped in your couch. And slumped in the couch, yeah. Yeah. I've gotten away from working on my sofa because A, I just don't get anything done when I work on my sofa, but B, my position, I'm like, this is so bad. <laughs> this is not good. I need to be in a chair. And a, a, I have a stand-up desk, which I'm embarrassed to say I have not made it stand in a long time. But I think, is that like a good option for people to consider standing while they're working? You got to change it up. You yeah. got to try different movements because when you stand up, you're going to be like, ooh, my legs are a little tight yeah. from sitting all day. And um, 
Yeah. So the key, I guess, is really if you're at a desk job, which a lot of people are, Mm -hmm. is just to not stay in the same position, to get up and walk around, take a break, change your seating position, you know, stand up, sit down, all the things. Yes. I give a lot of stretches to where you don't have to get up and, you know, you can utilize sitting a lot of the times because ideally, like, I know that people are super involved in work and like that's not the problem it's just you know once you're in that zone you're in there like oh four hours have gone by I haven't drank any water I haven't moved I haven't done anything and my eyes are killing me yeah um so it's you know we have to work with what we got yeah it's almost like I mean I don't know what tips you have but it's almost like you should just set like a little alarm every certain amount of time because I can I definitely am guilty of doing that you're like oh my god how did three hours just pass by yeah and I have not taken a sip of water I haven't Mm -hmm. stood up I haven't done anything (laughs) um I always like to say yeah set an alarm even for an hour yeah I'm not expecting people to just like change their lives overnight for you know their health but they probably should (laughs) (laughs) manage your expectations yeah (laughs) always have like a glass of water or something nearby um I always even say like have a little snack too. Um, and then just the stretches are really helpful. And cause then once you have the water in front of you too, like you're gonna have to get up and pee. Yeah, so there you that's go. helpful. <laughs> yeah, how, how much water should we be drinking? Oh, you're not gonna like what I'm gonna say. <laughs> no, I'm not. As I reach for my water down here. <laughs> um, typically, I like to see people drinking like at least 90 ounces to like 120 ounces, depending on activity levels, but also depending on your body weight. Yeah. You know, like you can't be giving a 150 pound woman 48 ounces of water. Yeah. Because all of those muscles that you have in your body, they have to be hydrated at some point. And the reason they get so tight is from positioning. It's from dehydration. And you're like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I drink a lot of water. I'm like, what's a lot of water? Yeah. (laughs) Like 50. Went, mm mm, mm mm. Not Um, a lot. (laughs) No. But I set the goals. I like having little goals for people. Um, Little goals are very important to just have throughout the week, as opposed to setting one goal of, I have to hit this number. Yeah. So I say like, just add an extra cup a day. Don't make it anything crazy. Yeah. So I drink five to six of these a day Okay. of water. Good. And when I go home, I have like the regular tumbler. That's I think 16 ounces or whatever. Yeah. And I drink about four or five of those a there day. There you go. I love that. So. I'm getting my water intake, and and I am going to the bathroom quite a lot. You're drinking a lot more water than me. That's yeah. for sure. I just love water. <laughs> Good. And, and and you can tell when you need it. You take that first sip, and it's like the greatest thing you've ever tasted. You feel it go down yes. your entire your, your body. body. That's says, when you know you're dehydrated. Your body's like smacking you in the head. See, dummy. Like you thank God. <laughs> So I know Nikki's a big Element fan mm-hmm. uh, for hydration. Do you ever drink Element? Have you heard of it? No. It's I'll let Nikki do this. The spleel. Oh, they're electrolytes. Um, nobody probably drinks a lot of electrolytes. Yeah. Um, that's the problem. Uh, when you're drinking a lot of water throughout the day, it's running through your system and you're not retaining anything for your body because it's just water. When you pee, when you sweat, even when you breathe, you're exhaling, inhaling, all that stuff. You're taking out minerals of your body that are supposed to naturally be there. And we have to supplement them because the foods that we eat are not enough to allow those minerals to be back in your body. Um, They sell these at the gym, Love Element. 
Um, it's a great brand where there's no sugar involved. It's very salty. Yeah, it, like even I love their it oh, it's so good. Um, even their like uh, catchphrase is like "stay salty," yeah. and I love it because we have to implement that into our drinking as well because it's not just water; it's electrolytes too. Because you're gonna get so dehydrated from just drinking water, drinking water, drinking water, drinking water, and it's gonna be flushing out of your system. So. Electrolytes hold things in, and then they're also getting a lot of replacement for the minerals that I was saying, like uh, potassium, magnesium, sodium. Everyone thinks sodium is bad, but it's the sugar that is added to the sodium that makes it bad. But we need salts in our body. Yeah. My dad is a prime example, which I don't think he'll listen to this, but he <laughs> is like salt is bad. Like that's just what he has been taught. And so I've been trying to explain to him that these things like element are good. Mm -hmm. um, and I think he's finally catching on. But yeah, the, you're right. The sugar with the salt is what makes it bad. So yes. what, what is the salt, the sodium aspect of element? See, I am a former triple bypass heart surgery recoverer. Yeah. And sodium's what I have to watch the most. Mm -hmm. Over fat, over all the other stuff, sodium's what I have to watch. And I know that I have to have it, and I do put some of it in my food, but I don't. I'm not a salter. Sure, I, I do use like as little as I have to, but I do love salty stuff. I'm mm -hmm. like a big peanut fan, and and pickles, and all the stuff like that. But what is the sodium content of the element stuff? Oh. Is a lot. Yeah, it's really it's, high. Yeah, it's my, a thousand milligrams. Yeah, my wife would not allow that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what would like what is an answer to that? Like for if you are a triple bypass surgery recipient or because you, you know it, you do need salt, but yeah. y like yes, the salting your your foods. Did you know that table salt has sugar in it? I do. So that's just for coloring because mm. that's what they've added. So over time, as much as you've salted food and like eaten stuff that has extra salt that's with sugar, that has been the problem. Well, the, the problem for my heart surgery was not what I eat or how much of it. It was sleep apnea. Okay. And, mm. and I fixed that. Right. Uh, but I still had to have the surgery. And they said, you know, that's the thing we're concerned with about is, sure. the, is the sodium. So. so even if you did like you could do half a pack a day. Because, you know, like I said, you, you pee every day, you sweat every day, you're doing all those things. That's okay to do. Um, for people like that, I would just recommend doing half the intake and seeing how it fluctuates with your body. Because, you know, we have to do stuff that is going to agree with our body and not make things worse or, um, yeah, I think that would be okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think electrolytes and is, are just overall getting a lot more popular um, as time goes on, I know like, and there's some of those products that do have a lot of added sugar. Um, I hate liquid IV. Yeah. Liquid IV has a lot I of sugar. It. <laughs> it's so bad. And there's a different taste when you taste liquid IV versus you taste the sugar. You do. Yeah. You're just like, Oh my gosh, it's so sweet. Yeah. Well, you know, Gatorade, I, I have drunk that a lot in the past, but mm -hmm. I've started the Pedialyte thing because Pedialyte, a lot of electrolytes, but less of the sugar. Yes. Part. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Gatorade has a lot of sugar. Uh, Gatorade yeah. is such a liar. It makes me so <laughs> mad. <laughs> They're like zero sugar ingredients, fructose, gluc galactose, yeah. glucose. Yeah, yeah. so not like, huh. specifically sugar, <laughs> but a lot sugar. of sugar stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sugar stuff. The basis of sugar. <laughs> yeah. So, Nikki, as we're kind of wrapping things up, because it's already about that time, um, how do people get in touch with you? 
And how do they find you on social media? How can they make an appointment with you? All the things. Sure. Um, we are Berkshire Chiropractic. You can go online and look us up there and you can make appointments that way. Um, we also have Instagram. The main office is Berkshire Chiropractic, but I have my own Instagram account. And it's Dr. Nikki on Burke. And it's a little skeleton hand with um, it's the cutest logo. The rock I love on. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, our phone number is 336 281 2161. I think I'm impressed. That's correct. We'll put that in the show notes so people can follow you on Instagram. They can call you. They can check out the website. We try to post a lot of stuff about just content in general. It's not just chiropractic, but it's like that whole aspect of, you know, we want to make sure that people are advocating for their health and know what to do and what to stay away from. Yeah, I was going to say, definitely Nikki is a good follow because it's just like lots of wellness stuff in general. It's not all specific to chiropractic things, which is good. Yeah. Nice and well-rounded. Yes. Well, thanks, Nikki. Always great to chat with you. And as always, you can find Forsyth Mags on social media at Forsyth Mags, and you can find all of our content on our website, ForsythMags.com. And that is a wrap for today. The views and opinions stated on this podcast are solely those of the contributors and not necessarily those of our distributors or hosting companies. This podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without expressed written consent of Forsyth Magazines Incorporated. Ooh, that's a mouthful. <laughs>